bow, chicka bow, bow. Break, draft, trade. We are talking about the top how many quarterbacks? 25? 24. 24. And this is how we would rank them in a startup. Yep. Sure. Yeah. How we're ranking them, drafting them. Okay. That's part of like the philosophy of ranking that I want to talk about. Okay. You can explain that along the way. Along the way. <laughs> what is Wild Streak's real name? Couldn't tell you. Wild Streak. Refer to him as Wild Streak. Wild Streak on Sleeper. Okay. He's a therapist. He's our group therapist. Is he really a therapist? Yes. Oh, fun. Or psychologist or oh. some kind of mental health person. All right. So we're just discussing values, like our top 25 quarterbacks. 24. Is this going to be like a series or are you going to, or 24, sorry. Are we going to go through the different positions? Like, should I introduce it as like, we're starting with quarterbacks, but we'll roll through the different positions in the next coming podcasts. Sounds like a plan, ma'am. Okay. Did you guys listen to the last one? I did not. Yeah, I listened to it on the flight. I downloaded. I, I was going to say something else and I would give you a good sound bite, but I'm going to, I'm going to be good. I doubt it. You know what my mic resembles. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. I mean, there aren't any rules. <laughs> I don't have to do what Iowa says. <laughs> I'm being good. I'm trying to be I'm trying to be good because I gave our audience a, a real laugh in the last show, so now I'm trying to I'm cleaning up. <laughs> I know there's people that only listen to this podcast to see what insanely across the line thing Noble will say next. Yeah, right? Like, what is this crazy girl gonna say next? (laughs) Whenever I'm feeling down and I want to hear something that makes me laugh, I just go and listen through the intros. (laughs) It is impossible not to just be, like, in a better mood after listening to a bunch of intros in a row. So, I always know when you've posted the pod because there's always, like, whatever questionable thing I said in the intro i get some comment on they're like oh my god i'm literally dying and i'm like oh he posted it it's like counter cancel because if you say something across the line but you put it on a pedestal they can't cancel you for it yeah exactly (laughs) like you put your cute on a pedestal oh my god um i didn't have him on a pedestal i was holding him surgery next Thursday. I'm so glad that came back well. The fact that she only tore her ACL and nothing else is nothing short of a miracle. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to want to put this tidbit in the pod, but just fun fact, and this is TMI for two guys, but what's really crazy, and and I've just figured, I just found this out in the last like day, is (laughs) yeah, it's it's just like an insane statistic. How crazy is that? That is weird. It is. If it's that substantial, you you kind of have to think about that. Yeah, I don't. No, I mean. You have to think about that. No. But. <laughs> no. And this this doesn't obviously have to go in the pod no. so that you can cut the hormone talk out. Yeah. No men want to listen to hormone talk. No. <laughs> so today on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I still not following you, Nick. <laughs> I can only get to 10 without taking off my socks and shoes. <laughs> Me or Mike? Yes. Yes. The, what are we, the 108, 107? No. Where are we? Quarterbacks. Okay. Mm -hmm. He happens to be the 109. My pick here. Mm, Not 1.09, but really close. I'm sorry. It wasn't 109. What is it? 209? 209. Not really close. (laughs) Not really close. I'm sorry. (laughs) Mike, are you okay? I think when I was talking and I got really loud and I thought I was yelling at me.
myself. Oh, interesting. <laughs> you were like, stop yeah. yelling at me. I'm not yelling at me. <laughs> I know, and it was me. Yeah. That was strange. Definitely not crazy at all. <laughs> oh my God, the voices in my head just got really loud. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, he got Cam Newton. Oh my god. Oh, that's tiny. Oh no. What? Spread their spawn. <laughs> Spread their spawn. So I couldn't do it. Oh my god. No. Oh yeah. That sounds horrible. For like three seconds, it's horrible, and then it's like really good. Horrible. Oh my god. I, I only have one startup going on right now. Holy cow. Oh, that's impressive. Oh, I know. I have seven going right now. This is like a low since. Oh, that's just one startup. I didn't count dispersals and expansions and rookies. That's been my life for two months. Oh, I know. <laughs> Oh, I've been in most of them. <laughs> Which I greatly appreciate. No problem. I was still anxious and nervous. I, it flowed really well. Terrible. But it made it bearable. Terrible. Oh, work on that. Mike, how is the baby planning? It's fine. Well, just wait. All right. Well, you want to get into this? Shall we? I've got work calling me. Give me just a second. What are you doing? Yellow. What are you doing? You press the button on the side. Is it still making the beeping noise? His job's calling him. Okay. Just one second. Restart. Hello. No problem, right by. Sorry, had to be a problem solver. You're fine. All right. Playing IT from home. Sorry. Turn it off and turn it back on again. Do you follow me? Nope, I don't follow you. Nope, not following yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. You guys can hear the mic's gonna hear too. Good. Might have to use that for the intro. Uh, speaking of intros, are you ready? Yep. <laughs> Somebody's ready to go. Shall we get into it? <laughs> Here we go. Three, two, one. Sure. Ready? Steady. Go we. Welcome back to the Rank Draft Trade Podcast. I'm your hostess, Gina Noble. You can find me on Twitter at NobleG underscore FF. And allow me to introduce you to the smartest fantasy brains in the business. At least I think so. I might be partial, but you listen enough, I think you'll think so too. So we have our soon-to-be real Papa, Papa Bear Claw. You can find him on Twitter at underscore Papa Bear Claw. Mike, say hello to your fans. Hello. And of course, our Iowa fan, perhaps the only Iowa fan you might know, <laughs> Mr. Nick James. <laughs> <laughs> you can find him on Twitter at Iowa in the NFL. Nick, say hello to your fans. Hello, fans, and anyone else who lives in Iowa who uh, feels slighted by my intros. <laughs> Nobody even knows them, apparently. Uh, I really didn't pay much attention to Iowa until I met you. <laughs> if you've never been to Iowa, does it even exist? No. Nope. <laughs> it's obviously just cornfields. Obviously don't remember that Iowa is a state. Anyway, what we are doing today on this podcast is a whole lot of fun. We mock drafted the top 24 quarterbacks. You know how much I love drafting, but Nick and Mike absolutely love drafting. Although I'm getting better because we keep doing these mocks. I'm like getting more confident and less nervous. We put them in order for you. Four of them were easy button. Yeah, I know. I mean, top 20, <laughs> top 24 quarterbacks is probably about the easiest draft you can do. Mm -hmm. It fell your way too. Yeah, it was pretty easy. It was like no brainer. Well, yeah, it's always good to pick first in each round. And they always <laughs> let the lady go first, so Thank you for that, Mike and Nick. I do appreciate that position. I loved when I entered. You guys had already picked your position. I was like, oh, look at them leaving number one for me. 
<laughs> Just in case they didn't know, first is off limits. You're like, there's <laughs> rules in this mock draft, and number one is always taken. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, starting with the queen, I got the number one, the 101 pick, and I think this goes without saying, it is the easiest of easy buttons, and that is Mr. Patrick Mahomes. I think he's the undisputed number one in Dynasty. Of course, we are talking Dynasty here. 12-team Dynasty. Super flex. Super flex. PPR. PPR. Thank you. Four point passing touchdowns. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> the only thing you have to say is Pat who? Pat who? It's, there was like trash talk. Oh, well, I'm not trash talking. My number one. Oh. He's like Pat who has rings. Well, he doesn't have as many as Tom Brady. Mm. Yet. Yeah, he's also not 50. Yet. Yeah, he's also two decades younger. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> the goat, excuse me. And now, some may argue Josh Allen. I have seen Josh Allen go above Patrick Mahomes in this position. Some people like to get a little cray cray, but I think you two are both in agreement that Patrick Mahomes comes 101. Yes. Yep. It's become easier. Has it? Because with Josh Allen, it's like there were little tiny little things that disappointed you with what they added. Like Kincaid's role still up in the air. It's Diggs and everybody got burned by Gabe Davis and Justin Shorter if you want a random dart at an end of rookie drafts, but recency bias. I mean, Mahomes just won a Super Bowl. That scores me fantasy points, right? You really like the weapons in Kansas City more? Probably Josh Allen's weapon, best weapon, is better than any of the wide receiver weapons for Mahomes. Probably not Kelsey, though. It's one of those arguments where it's like we define better. Yeah. Uh, Mahomes has enough to be the QB1 all the time, and Josh Allen with the way that he plays, yeah, he has enough potential to be QB1 all the time, but Mahomes can do what he's doing to be QB1 all the time for longer than Josh Allen's going to be able to do it if he's going to stay healthy. Or Josh Allen doesn't stay healthy. You're splitting hairs. These are the top picks off the draft all the time or whatever, but if I'm splitting the hair, that's kind of how I'm splitting it. It's like Mahomes is just as good now and he's not. it's not predicated on his ability to rush and score points from that, which is something that might fade as they get older. So, I mean, like when you're splitting hairs and you're getting down to it there, that's that's more of it than the the weapon argument than anything. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't want to get onto a long tangent about this but if there's bonus points for rushing does that change who goes 101 absolutely it's one of those things where people add to try to like make running backs worth more but in all reality it boosts rushing quarterbacks specifically and it's often underappreciated in those contexts until you actually start seeing scores for the week and people realize how valuable that rushing advantage on top of your normal assumptions because i mean like it may make them closer but like like your usual way of thinking has to be impacted slightly by the ones that are going to take off and run a few times a game. So Josh Allen squeezes into the 101 if you have a healthy rushing bonus. If you're if you're saying redraft for Scott Fishbowl, is that what you might be insinuating sure. here? <laughs> uh, the queen who made to Scott Fishbowl again Second two year. years in a row. Second year. Thank you. Thank you. Very nice. Brought the hubby with you. I did, and he was so he was so excited, but he tried to be all like nonchalant. He's like great. I'm pretty sure my wife got me into the Scott Fishbowl. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I know. And it's been, he started trying at like year five. So this is a big deal for him because he's been really upset, sad, not upset, but just sad. He hasn't gotten in. So that was a big, big moment. He shows it to me and I'm like, Oh my God, you got in. He's like, yeah, I got in <laughs> <laughs> after eight years of trying. 
Mm-hmm. Play it cool, Cart. Play it cool. Yeah, he's like, yeah, of course I got in. Why would I think I wouldn't? <laughs> I mean, what what kind of bonus are you talking about with rushing? Because if there's like a heavy carry bonus, or what is the rushing? Rushing first down. Rushing first down. Like, do you really think it's? I don't think it's necessarily going to be between Allen and Mahomes for the number one slot in a league like that. Mm-hmm. It could be the next pick in this draft. Yeah. All right. Well, let's segue into. Um, so we had our our friends who um, is part of our chat group and in many of the leagues with us, and that is Wild Streak. He is our therapist in more ways than one (laughs) uh, in our chat group, but he was kind enough to join us in this mock draft of QBs, and who Mike is referring to would be who Wild Streak picked in his first pick, and that is Jalen Hurts, who is an amazing rushing quarterback. First of all, do you guys agree with Jalen Hurts in the number two spot as it pertains to this particular draft, and then we can talk about the rushing upside. No, I don't agree. Ooh, the plot thickens. But I do love, I do really like the pick. It's tough to kind of like argue in the top three, four picks or so where you have them. Like for instance, Mahomes and Allen are starting to get a little bit older. At what point do like some younger quarterbacks start to go to those top three spots and they start to fade to like the six, seven spots just because of age alone, even if they're just going to be playing better. The Hertz has huge rushing upside and he really showed what he could do as a passer last year and he got paid. Mm-hmm. The team did not get worse. They didn't lose, you know, they didn't lose anyone. He probably has the best weapons out of any of the top three quarterbacks that we had that we go through tonight. It hurts so good. He does have a lot going for him. Yep, it, it hurts so good, especially when you're a Bama fan, <laughs> which Wild Streak is as well, as you will see <laughs> evidenced by a few of these picks here. But it's not super crazy. Ranks without explanation of thought process, it's really hard to actually draw for sure information from it. Because if you're thinking, most of my teams suck, which quarterback would I rank second? Maybe you want Hurts more than Allen by next year. So you want Hurts more than Allen now. If you're a huge Bama fan, maybe you'll always want Hurts more. <laughs> maybe you'll want to add to, I don't know. I don't hate it. Absolutely love Hurts. Love Hurts. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Those were both great. (laughs) Different song, same tune. (laughs) Hurts for me is like probably my solid three quarterback. So I'm not sure I'm ready to pick him before Josh Allen, but gosh, I do love Hurts. Mm -hmm. So I I wouldn't be mad at that pick. You know, I so I really can't sit here and be like, oh my God, what did you do that for? But yeah, next year this time, (laughs) it'll be interesting. (laughs) It wasn't like, what? <laughs> I had Hurts in a couple leagues last year, and I just, he was so sexy on my roster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember talking with you during some of those drafts, and it's like one QB drafts, and oh, you got Hurts. Yeah. And you can get him his ninth or tenth QB off the board. Yeah. Anyways, I picked third in this draft because I kind of thought I'd be picking Hurts there with Josh Allen going second. So when Josh Allen didn't go second, he was my easy pick here at three. Uh, he's not that much older 
older than like Burrow and Herbert. And this was the QB1 for most of the season last year. And if you take out stopped games, maybe. I'm not predicting a fall off yet. It's Josh freaking Allen. So getting him as the third one when he was number one for most of season last year, it's like, I can't let him slide farther. No, no. I feel like that yeah. That was even a bigger no-brainer pick than the 101. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was an easy button yeah. pick. You are correct. So I, I would have also have taken Allen second over Hertz. I would have, but I would have talked about how much I would have liked to have taken Hertz. I just couldn't do it. Yeah, I really would have liked to have taken Hurts. Like, if Hurts does again what he did this year, and then then that's kind of like, all right, you know, as long as teams don't start figuring things out or we see any kind of, like, dip in the rushing, like, that's kind of what does it for me. It's just kind of like one really, really good year, and I'm just a bit nervous about a fall-off. I'd like to see just a little bit more bringing that into another season. Yeah. I can dig it. So, last but not least in um, this first four picks is Papa Bearclaw, Mike. This, again, to me, is is kind of a no-brainer pick here, but any one of these four, I would be happy to get out of the, the top four. So, Mike, go ahead and tell them who you picked in the four spot. What with Joe Burrow? I mean, that was an easy pick for me, because I, I probably would have taken him third. I would have probably taken Hertz in the four slot, you know, assuming those three were gone. So you still have Burrow above Hertz. Yeah, I just, I think Burrow's safer. I think the team is really on the up. They're really building the offense. They uh, put work into the offensive line. He still has Higgins. He's got Chase. I mean, I love Joe Burrow. I don't think see th- anything going wrong over there. It's a, it's a rock-solid team. I just generally lean away from, like, as much as the rushing quarterbacks in my first-round picks. It's just such a huge investment. I'm always, you know, they just do get hurt more frequently. So I do like the safer quarterbacks in these spots. Okay, nice. You know, the guy who tore his ACL is a bit safer. <laughs> oh, God. Torn ACLs. And that might be the deciding factor between him and Herbert. Because if I'm on the clock there, I'm actually going to take Herbert over Burrow. Ooh, yeah. you love Herbert. I don't have a problem with Herbert. He's just slightly younger. He was still a QB1. He wasn't quite as good as Burrow. Um, he's got a slew of weapons, but so does Burrow. Herbert hasn't blown out his ACL before. Hey, listen, what I'm told is that you come back stronger. That ACL now is stronger than the side that he didn't blow out. <laughs> and again, for clarity, it's not like this guy's trash and this guy's good. It's We're splitting hairs here, and we'll kind of get to the point, and I'll talk about that tier here, but yeah. if I have any one of these guys, I'm super happy. I would just slightly prefer to have Herbert over Burrow, but I can barely decide. I'm not going to fault you for choosing Burrow. Yeah, like the first five for me are kind of like a like a tier, and then like after after that, then it starts to get a little bit bigger of a gap. That's where you kind of start dropping the value where you're not getting like top end, you know, top five QB pricing on, mm-hmm. which realistically, when you look at the numbers, it's like they're worth like two thirds after that drop. Yeah, there is a big drop in value, even if it's only a spot in ranks. Yeah, so as as Nick mentioned, uh, I will be drafting in the Scott Fish Bowl starting July 10th, day before my birthday. Happy birthday. I ended up, you pick your division and you pick your drafting spot, and there's 12 teams in each division. I had to decide where I wanted to draft from, and I decided to draft from the fourth position because of this tier. You know, and, and Herbert, I wouldn't be mad about, but my top four are the top four that we picked here. So I definitely wanted to lock in one of those top four quarterbacks because I feel like there's just a huge advantage there. What were you picking? Fourth. You're picking at four? Yeah. And who are you hoping for? Any one of those four. I'd really have to look at the scoring there because, I mean, it is redraft, too. So it is mm-hmm. wildly different. Mm-hmm. 
there's a lot of people saying Kelsey's the cheat code. So you're going to see Kelsey actually go in probably the top four spots. Chances are I will get one of the top three quarterbacks because Kelsey, Kelsey has gone in mock drafts at the 101. He's extremely valuable in Scott Fish scoring. And he's like Mm -hmm. so far above in his position. But also, even when you compare him to the quarterbacks, he's like a cheat code. Mm -hmm. Chances are I will get top three quarterback choice because Kelsey will go or Kelsey may fall to me at the 104 and then I have to make that decision, which is a scary decision. Yep. If you could lock in last year's points, that'd be great. Yes. Yeah. Just hope that happens. Again, then we could just let the computer pick. It's going to be really interesting. So you asked me who I wanted and it's like Mm -hmm. one of those, but I'll probably get top three choice because Kelsey's going to be probably in the mix. You asked, what should I pick? It's like, look at the quarterbacks you want and pick as late as you can and still get your QB one that you want and then pick a spot there where you know you're going to get that quarterback. And the later you go, the earlier you're going to pick in the second round and the earlier you're going to pick in the third round as well with third round reversal. So the later you choose to pick and still happy with the QB, the earlier you get to pick in those next couple rounds. Yeah. So yeah, I like that spot there. They're at like four or five or maybe even six. I really love those top four. And then, you know, Kelsey being in the mix too, that I'm like, eh, I'm going to stick with four. So it's back to me. And we've mentioned him a lot. That would be Justin Herbert. So we picked him at the 105 in our mock draft here. I picked him at the 105 and I'm not mad about Justin Herbert there. Quentin Johnston said that he's already checked off one of his goals as a pro and that's become a starter. So he seems to think he's a starter already. Interesting. Confidence. So Herbert has that going for him. (laughs) I mean, like start at what? Mm -hmm. He's uh, starting his NFL career. Yeah. Okay. That makes him a starter, right? Or the fourth receiver or the third receiver. Maybe if he has the Walmart brand shoes, that would also make him a starter. (laughs) What was that? Weird. I missed what you said. If he also had the Walmart brand shoes. (laughs) That would also make him a starter because he's wearing the shoes that say starter. N- oh never my mind. God. Yeah. <laughs> it's an Iowa joke. Oh Bad. my God. It hey, must be. It's 10 years ago joke. <laughs> <laughs> starter brand. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I think you guys are pretty much in agreement that Justin Herbert, top five quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Moving on to the 106. This is where it gets interesting. So so this is a tier break, we would say? For me, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So Wild Streak had the 106 and he went with Trevor Lawrence at the 106. Where are you guys on that pick? Is that where you value Trevor? Would you have taken him lower? One of us does, and one of us doesn't. Oh, He was a reach by one pick for me. Okay, that's not even really a reach. (laughs) And I like him exactly where he's at. I love Lamar, but he keeps getting hurt, and then the the contract situation is resolved, but new offense, not sure how much he's actually going to be doing the running. Just kind of concerned there with him as a passer. Lawrence is kind of on the up. They added Ridley. We'll see how that pans out. He is kind of getting older, hasn't played in a few years, but it does seem like they're building around him and definitely moving in the right direction in that team. Of any of these guys, like here, in this range, he's probably 
probably added value in this range. He could be in like one of the, he could be one of the top three quarterbacks by this time next year if he takes a step forward or, you know, just because of how much younger he is. Yep. If you're looking at young guys who could jump up into like a Josh or a, a Joe Burrow or a Justin Herbert tier from this year to next year, Lawrence is probably the favorite as far as odds of being able to do it. I can dig that. Lamar isn't old yet. Lamar's been nope. the fantasy football MVP recently and they've upgraded the passing attack and uh, changed coordinators where it potentially could be just exactly like that. Lawrence has been a QB1, was last year. He's proved he's more than a Jag, yet he plays for a team called the Jags. <laughs> so... <laughs> If I'm thinking two, three years in advance, I'd imagine that Lamar finishes over Lawrence on a weekly basis, or at least on an average, even if he misses a few games here and there, then Lawrence scores whenever he's out there, unless Lawrence takes this big leap forward. So for me, it's still Lamar right now, but I'm not going to feel like it's shocked if next year it's Lawrence and Lamar falls down a little bit. But as of right now, I would definitely prefer Lamar. Most of my team's trying to win right now. Like if you're meh, not really winning, trying to win right, right now and want to go for the future, I can definitely understand Lawrence over Lamar. So I don't have a deep explanation as to why, because I don't get as statistical as these two brainiacs in fantasy football, but I would go with Mike and I would, I actually like where Trevor Lawrence was picked here, just purely based on my own emotion. <laughs> <laughs> I pick more on emotion. Lamar made you mad. <laughs> yeah, like when you burn mm. me, I'm like, you're dead to me until you like <laughs> dig your way out of the hole. So there's that. <laughs> Lamar burned you. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. He's been injured before and you're jealous of Trevor Lawrence's hair. Yeah, yeah like now Lamar's got to show me a little, show me the money and you can mm. move back up. So he got the money. Well, but he's got to show me the money. Oh, okay. Yeah, he got the money. But the next pick, I pick. Lamar. Yeah. Would you have Lamar right after Trevor Lawrence, or would you have anybody else over him? I wouldn't. I'd have Lamar exactly where you where you got him there. I would too. I'm okay with that. I would be anxious making that pick because it's not... I just really like the top couple of picks. Those are like solid and then it's kind of like... Yeah, it turns into the wild, wild west after this. Yes. As you like to say. Yes, that's a great way to explain it. This is another one of those tier breaks. I kind of like know for sure that I want Fields next personally after Lamar here. I don't. But after that, then it's like this stops being the guys I really am super happy about having as my QB1. And I would really love to have two of those on a team. If I want the team to be a super team, I want two of these guys. Who'd you pick next, Papa? Oh, I went with Deshaun Watson. I know you would have went Fields there, but I just did not see enough passing with Fields. I know he had nobody to throw to, but it, that only goes so far. But man, could he run. <laughs> yeah, and the quarterbacks that double with add a running back stat, season stat line to their own stat line. I mean, like, even if it's just a couple of years, Fields could be a, a league winner at what his cost would be like to acquire. If that passing game, if he doesn't improve passing, like, that could be this year, and that's it. Well, 
I like Mooney, but I've never considered him as a great oh, no. thing to have as your best receiving option. I definitely think there's room for growth with him. I just mm-hmm. definitely, definitely not convinced he's a good passer. More room. He does have more room. <laughs> but I like Watson. I know he hasn't really played much in the last few years from everything going on. Uh, not really going to talk about that, but when he was playing, he was QB5. I think he can continue that. You know, this is where I really liked Dak a few years ago, and I still think he's got about that left in a few QB1 seasons until he starts to kind of break off, and I think he's a pretty safe pick here after a full off season. As far as trade value, I think I could trade Fields for a little bit more than Watson, but Watson would be the next most valuable player in trade on the board. If not for maybe Kyler Murray, depending on the right person. But as far as trade value goes, this is where probably the market is going to have him. Uh, for me, it's like Deshaun, Deshoff. I don't know. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> If I have him, I would like to actually use him to trade up into this top seven guys here, six guys, five guys here. I wouldn't have a problem breaking him down into two of the upcoming quarterbacks if I needed a QB two and three on a team or I had one QB and it was Deshaun and I needed QB one and two. Something I was definitely looking to trade away and not looking to acquire at all. is someone I want somebody else to pick so that I can get something, one of the, my actual target guys. Okay. It kind of like Lamar is almost kind of like a target guy as far as where he goes. Fields is kind of, except that he still goes in the first round of startups anyway. Sometimes he goes a little bit Sometimes. there in the, in the early second. I've seen him drop into the second there. Mm-hmm. All it takes is two guys that don't like Fields, and he can fall and not be picked 11, 12, 1, and 2 and, be, and fall. But that's part of the reason why he's like one of my target guys, because he can, and he's still in this tier for me. Uh, with Watson leading off the next one, as well as one almost 30 year old who we're not going to get to next pick (laughs) the birthday boy yeah all right well back to the queen and um i went with mr justin fields mike was saying he wants to see a little more out of justin fields even though he didn't have very many people to pass to this is like the end of a tier here as well correct Uh, i mean i guess He's kind of just in a tier of his own where I try to trade him to other people or have other people take him like you do with Watson. Mm -hmm. Not your favorite guy, huh? Not my favorite guy. He's right where you took him is like right where I still have him there. Mm -hmm. But I'd be trying to break him into something different. I'd be, you know, trying to turn him to Bryce Young or, you know, to tear down. Nick, thoughts on Justin Fields? Uh, I will take the fields. (laughs) Yes. Play play the field? Mm -hmm. DJ Moore, I think, is a fantastic addition, especially for a quarterback back who's maybe limited passing he's gonna hopefully make his life easier there and with justin fields for fantasy football purposes separating yourself from nfl what you expect for like a long-term franchise qb justin fields maybe not good enough as a passer fantasy football doesn't care my fantasy points is all i care about and justin fields has a chance to be game breaking has a chance to be lamar has a chance to be vic as far as the stat lines that he's put up like i've seen side-by-side comparisons there with vic where there's like a lot of similarities where, I mean, Vic, his problem with passing. You ever try to play with him on Madden? Especially left-handed, that was rough. Broken. He could run like crazy, but man, Broken. sometimes you should, you should just not try to throw. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, Justin Fields for that reason. Like, I bought him for, remember when there was one guy in our league that was selling Fields for a late first last year? Oh, yeah. Before the season started. That's, uh, I 
I'm, I'm doing that all day. And now he's worth two and a half times that, at least to me. Yeah, so the addition of DJ Moore is going to be interesting because I feel like it's either going to improve two players, Justin Fields and DJ Moore, or it's going to be meh, 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 like the death of DJ Moore completely. And yeah. Justin Fields just doesn't improve. That's definitely a good thing to point out. And they pick first again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like if Watson doesn't do as well this year, it's not like, oh, they're going to go find somebody new next year. If Fields kind of flunks this year, I mean, like that actual possibility. I mean, man, if they pick first again. Yeah, like that actual possibility actually exists where it doesn't exist for Watson. He's too paid to for he could suck and it doesn't really matter. You're still going to be there. He is so paid. And, yeah. And they are all in on him, but they don't really have much else left to move. They have no other option. He's there. So to get into our first rookie quarterback off the board, Wild Street got a little wild here and he went with Anthony Richardson. So interesting pick here. Curious your thoughts on if you think that was right where he needed to be or maybe a little early off the board, Mike. For me, early, but that's where he's kind of going. He's the clear-cut 102 in rookies drafts. That pick is going right there, right around the Justin Fields range. Just the amount of movement I've seen for the 102 pick just to get Anthony Richardson is tremendous. I'm usually trading out of him because I have the quarterbacks ranked a little bit differently, but as far as like a consensus, this is right where Richardson goes, so it's no shock for me. I would have preferred a little bit, you know, a few other people over him, but this is a good range. This is a different, completely different tier for me at this point. Interesting, yeah. So, wow. I mean, way to go Anthony Richardson coming in and being that high out of the quarterbacks. And we haven't even seen him play in the NFL yet. (laughs) No, but he's huge. He's fast. He's just crazy physical specimen. But can he play quarterback? Mm. Nick, discussing Anthony Richardson, first rookie quarterback off the board. Do you agree with him in this position? Or do you think this is a little early to see him go off the board? This is where he goes in startups right now. This is where he's valued in rookie drafts right now. I talk about what I like with Fields and Anthony Richardson. Could be that. I think he's probably closer to like a Lance level of risk as far as developing, but at least he's got a staff that's like bought into him, whereas like Lance, it was murky from the get-go, back and forth with Mac Jones and wanting to trade out and <laughs> do want to pick him and some other people don't want to pick him. So being linked up with Hertz old coordinator, I can dig it. I'm kind of surprised Wild Street didn't pick like Tua there because <laughs> I, I could see it. It's almost see it, really see an argument for that, but I don't have a problem with it in every rookie draft and in this draft. I want to kind of avoid picking the quarterbacks. In the rookie drafts, I've actually just traded out every single time, especially the 1.02. I know Mike sold the 1.02 a lot. Yeah, I sold the 102 and I usually buy the 103 or move it into the 103. I, I do love the upside of Richardson. He's just so raw as far as an actual quarterback. Passing is not great. I'm not sure, you know, how pro-ready is he? Is he even going to go ahead and start year one? You know, is he going to go ahead and just reminds me of when the Raiders dra- drafted uh, Jamarcus Russell and guy was a freak physically and then he kind of I mean he was a completely different thing where he kind of just came off for weight and everything but like mm-hmm. you know he never really put the game together and I could see that happening with Richardson regardless of the coaching staff they have I think there's a huge amount of risk and a huge amount of upside with that and if I can cash out on that pick at something right around this range or more I'd probably do it yep you touched on something there that you trade back to three I meaning people are willing to move up from three to two because everybody knows Richardson is probably going there or at least you can figure that out most of the time 
Richardson, Young, Stroud, each of these present a value right now that is really close to what it would be if they hit. So if you can get almost full value out of a player and you sell at that value, if they end up being great, you basically cashed out at what it was worth. Granted, there is future to assume, and if you're selling now, it could rise from there. But right now, I can pivot to things I'm a lot more sure about that have played NFL snaps. When I can pivot out of that pick and I can get Waddle, or I can get Garrett Wilson, or you can get Jonathan Taylor, or Dak, I would much rather go into these things that I'm more sure about at a different position, or trade down and get Prescott plus. Trade down and get Tua plus, where I am just as confident that Tua is going to do something good this season. Probably a lot more confident, actually, than these rookie QBs. I mean, they could still could happen, but the risk is they, one of these guys could be Zach Wilson. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, honestly, like, like, like to be fair, like, over Richardson, I'd probably take the next four picks. Oh, you... You know, but, but that's where I have him. Mm-hmm. I'd go down through Tua. I would take Dak. I would take Bryce. I would take Kyler, and I would take Tua over Richardson. I'd probably prefer Bryce. I would definitely prefer Bryce to him. Mm-hmm. You put 12 people in a room, I, mean, I guarantee you over half of them have Richardson as the 1.02 in Superflex Dynasty. Oh, definitely. Probably 90% of them right now. So, if I'm hearing you correctly, Richardson isn't necessarily a pick piece. He's more of a, if I know I can get Richardson, that's where he's going. I'm trying to trade because my value on the trade is far greater than his value, his current value, right, on your roster. I mean, that's for us. Either that or there's automatic interest and you can get full price right now. Yeah. And there's a lot of interested parties in purchasing this. So you need something, this piece right here, everybody wants. And they want it as much as it's probably going to be worth right right now at least maybe even more than what it's worth right now at least it's an easy thing to sell everybody wants it yeah it's not like trying to sell cup in the middle of the off season where people are like no he's old and then <laughs> redraft starts and he's a first round pick and then suddenly everyone's interested in cup again yeah right now everybody wants picks or everybody during your draft if it even if it's already happened everybody wanted picks everybody wants anthony richardson he's taking first team reps right now so even if he's not necessarily ready i think he's gonna play a lot oh yeah mike quick question yeah if you were picking in a rookie draft and you you had the 102, let's just say, yeah, and you but you needed and now I mean you're gonna say I would trade back mm-hmm. because whoever gets the 102 is gonna pick Anthony Richardson. But if you needed a viable quarterback that you knew was gonna start, you need a quarterback. Are you picking Bryce Young at the 102? Like if if nobody wants to trade with you, let's say there's no trading, nobody wants. To I can't trade. trade. I can't trade. I have to pick. It's 12 team super flex, no tight end premium. PPR league, you know, our standard format. I'm taking Bryce Young. Okay. I'm taking Anthony Richardson and immediately putting him on the block and forcing him down someone's throat. <laughs> we're not allowed to do that. No, That's against the rules. <laughs> no, you're not allowed. Would you pick Bryce Young? Yeah. If you're not allowed, you absolutely need a quarterback and you need one that you know is going to start. You cannot trade. There's no trading. I'm picking Gibbs. No, no, you have to take your quarterback that you believe the most and don't worry nah, about that and no nah, trades. I'll pick Gibbs. Yeah. Oh my God. I look at my roster share and I'm in close to 100 leagues. And I have zero Anthony Richardson, zero Bryce Young, and zero CJ Stroud. I've sold it every time. I have single digits Stroud and Richardson. Like, so the hypothetical, what if you couldn't trade, is just fictional to me, like I always can with those picks. Everybody wants them. They're the easiest sales. Yeah. yeah. Nick doesn't play hypothetical well. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I am not answering this question. 
Oh, play by the rules. I mean, I'm in. I'm in a few. I'm in a few more leagues than Nick, but like, I I think I have like 29 Bryce Young right now, and then after that, I have like just I have like 27 Levis. <laughs> obviously, getting him later, and then I'm single digits in Richardson and Stroud, and I've had those picks. You taking Gibbs over Stroud, Papa? Gibbs over Stroud every time. Hmm. Gibbs is who I take at five if I'm picking fifth, and that's what's left to me, and I'm unable to kind of move that pick into somebody who needs a quarterback or I need a quarterback. As, as the off season has progressed, if I'm on the clock, I'm pretty much just taking Gibbs, whether I need an RB or not, other than Anthony Richardson. First round capital for a running back that early. Um, if Gibbs isn't there, then I'm absolutely trading the pick. I'm not going to reach and pick Jackson Smith and Jigba over Stroud, for example. Yeah, no, I've seen that a few times. Let's move on to the next pick, which might be the most exciting pick of this 24 group. <laughs> I know that Nick was so... So excited about this pick. Iowa, tell the mm-hmm. fans who you chose at 1.11. 11th quarterback. Pick number 11 this draft. I picked Dak Prescott, <laughs> who by the end of the month will be 30 years old. It's the oldest player that's been picked so far. It's not even really close. You said July 29th is his birthday. If it was the 29th, then he's last year was his golden birthday. He turned 29 on the 29th. Just fun fact. Well, I guess what that <laughs> means is that... Uh, uh, starting next month, Dak Prescott will wake up with injuries he didn't go to sleep with. I don't know. Maybe maybe 30s won't treat him like me. Which Dak has already been plagued with injuries leading up to this point. This pick is gross. It's so gross. You ask others, they're going to say, I want Bryce Young more than I want Prescott. I want Kyler more than I want Prescott. They might even want Tua more than they want Prescott because Prescott is 30. Now, 30 for a quarterback is not the same as 30 for a running back. It's not even the same as 30 for a wide receiver. Or tight end. Right. Like, he's four years younger than Russ. So you could go through an entire college year's worth of time or a high school year's worth of time, whatever, with Prescott before he's even as old as Russell Wilson. He he has some of the best weapons in an offense is probably going to score a whole lot of points like i really want him this year and probably next year and still probably the year after that now he's only under contract through uh, the end of next year and there is an out where they can be out like over 60 million dollars if they take the out which seems really dubious more likely to get some kind of an extension but they're probably just done after 25 i, I don't think they're going to take this it was 61 million in dead cap uh for after the season pre-24 yeah so they're going to see him through the 20 24 season. Yeah, but he gets like 30 million a year, so it's not like it's a huge, it's not like a savings. Yep, so he's going to be there for a while, and he's got Lamb, who I like top three as far as wide receivers attached to him. They went out and got Cooks, who's always pretty much a wide receiver one. Gallup is finally healthy. Did get rid of Schultz. We'll see if it's Ferguson or a Shoonmaker. Or Hendershot. I still don't know what a Shoon is <laughs> or how to make one. Isn't it something you wear on your feet? <laughs> There's a tutorial coming. <laughs> It's it's like a shoe, except it has no backwards on the end. It's not. It's a shoe. <laughs> so if this is a draft, I'm trading back. I'm not taking Prescott over Bryce Young and Kyler Murray because I know I can trade Kyler Murray for a Prescott Plus. I can probably trade Bryce Young for a Prescott Plus. So trade value versus ranks. I would prefer Prescott here where I took him, but I know I can trade him or I can trade for him for a couple of these guys. 
price and get something extra on top. Good deal. Well, Dak Prescott goes at the 111, which leads us back to Mike at the 112. And he actually already snuck and told us who his pick was, but go ahead and reiterate that pick. Yeah, I took Bryce Young here. He's my top rookie quarterback, and this is about the range where I like him probably, probably like two picks earlier. So he was a little bit of a deal for you here? Uh, well, for me, I, I think he's the safest of the rookie quarterbacks, and it, it's tough to say. I think he's the best quarterback of the quarterbacks in the class. He plays the position the best. He reads the defenses the best. He'll make the best decisions. I think he'll be the most pro-ready. He just won't have the, you know, he won't have the rushing upside, but I think he could still have a guy like Burrow like that. He's just wicked little, right? And he's short. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's like the biggest knock on him is how he's not big. <laughs> it's the littlest knock. <laughs> yeah. He's just a little guy. Don't hit him too hard. Uh, yeah, be really, really careful. Yeah. Well, if he's going to be successful, he's going to have to be like a Drew Brees, like Noble has brought up. Yeah. But the, the camp reports are like, he's cerebral. He's got an understanding of the game. He's wise beyond his years. Those are the kind of things you're going to have to hear for someone Bryce Young's size to be successful. So, so far, so good. That's why I like him. So it's nice to hear the same things being said. Mm -hmm. Some of the best things come in the smallest packages. Mm -hmm. So, never know. That's lies people tell themselves. Yeah, not too small, though. But sometimes not too small. <laughs> Wicked small. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on, which brings this back to me. And I went with Kyler Murray at the, this would be the 201, correct? Mm -hmm. Small streak. Yeah. Streak of small players. Is he wicked little too? He is wicked little too. I think this was an easy button pick for you with Kyler here, Noble. Yeah. Yeah, I like him here. Yeah, you kind of have to. Little little questionable on his coming back at the beginning of the season. He probably will not Another be starting. I know, speaking of wicked little. This is Dynasty, so we're looking long term here. Yes, he has a little bit of a setback and an injury, but long term, solid quarterback. He'll come back and be be a good pick there. Yeah. So not even a little bit worried. Wicked little bit. <laughs> I mean, he's got some big targets there in Marquise Brown and Rondell Moore. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> They picked wide receivers just so that Kyler wouldn't look as small. They picked a bunch of small <laughs> wide receivers to, you know, make him look like normal size until they stand next to corners. You know, I think the three of them are going to, it's going to be like playing monkey in the middle with their older brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're planning on like going the route of like running through people's legs. Mm. That is like the reason why he is dropping. I mean, a rushing quarterback with a torn ACL and he's little. Honestly, if more of my teams were in rebuilding or balance, not quite competing yet mode. Kyler Murray is perfectly fine, and especially in a league that rewards max PF tanking. Kyler Murray is a ton of value that's going to score you no points initially. Like, if you're trying to drive your pick down, that's one way to put your value into something that isn't going to score any points right now with Kyler Murray. He's paid. Like, it's not like he's going anywhere. No. It's like, what if they're the worst team in the league? Caleb Williams, well, then they're probably going to trade the pick. They're not going to trade Kyler because Kyler's already so paid. So, I don't see a scenario where it's not Kyler Murray next year, which is kind of against the grain, but most of my teams are trying to win right now. So as long as I get to run into someone else who understands that, I'm flipping Kyler to them for things I can use right now this year, week one, and try to win this season for most of these teams. The only thing Kyler has to compete against is video games, right? Like, unless he's not studying. As long as he's playing Madden, it's okay. But wasn't he also just rumored to be the first one in and the last one out at the facility already? Kyler is. Do you get in trouble? No, he's been there. Oh. Opposite of trouble. Oh, okay. Doing like what they were claiming about that. Yeah. Okay. So he's showing that he can rise above. Dang. Yeah. Is he in the best shape of his life too? No. No. Oh. <laughs> That's usually what goes along with those off-season reports. <laughs> yeah. I don't, th I don't think they're going to go that route. 
out. First one in, last one out. <laughs> Wait, if he's the first one in and the last one out, who's there to keep track? Mm-hmm. Mm, good point. Janitor can or cannot confirm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is he the first one in or not? He slept there. Enough about Kyler Murray. Moving on to Wild Streak at the 202. He got his other guy. Bama. <laughs> Which I guess he played the cards right because you said you thought he might have taken Tua up where he took mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson? Correct. So, I mean, here's an example of like waiting it out a little bit and you still get your guy. So Wild Streak mm-hmm. went with Tua here at the 202. In all reality, he probably would have even taken Bryce Young before Tua and he can just keep the Bama streak alive. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised he took Anthony Richardson over Bryce Young. I was too. I know he was having a debate with that. I still, I do like Tua right here. Yeah. Tua is still really young. He's got Tyreek Hill. He's got Waddle. I know Tyreek's not going to play forever, but he still has a few years of Tyreek Hill on like a San Francisco style offense. He was really moving the ball when he played. He had concussion issues. I know that's not something that's like, you know, you get more likely to catch concussions. You know, it's not <laughs> something he's more likely to get. So going to catch it like a flu. Catch it like a cold. Yeah. <laughs> going to get my concussion shot this week. Mm. Keep those concussions away. An apple a day mm. keeps those concussions away. <laughs> but like two is kind of like what you want, like kind of what you look forward to some of these rookie quarterbacks turning into that kind of upside. He's incredibly accurate, you know, and he can still move the ball. He's on one of the fastest teams. So there's just a lot of upside there too. What's funny is had Tua not had the concussion situation, and of course it could have gone any way, but he was playing so well that he would likely be way up and we'd be discussing him and the top tier of quarterbacks. But that, you know, one injury situation, which was hard to watch, everybody just kind of discounted Tua immediately, which I don't know is fair to Tua. I mean, so the talent is 100% there. Yeah, if that didn't happen, he could he could be top eight right now if that had, hadn't happened. Yep, I was going to say he could slide into this draft at number eight after T-Law and Lamar over fields for me. Yeah. Yeah. Any discount. That's my approach with these rookie picks. Part of the reason I don't have any is specifically Tua has been a target trying to trade this rookie pick into Tua Plus because that's someone who I could probably even argue above these rookies and I can get plus with that kind of a player. I've accumulated Tua's while I've been not accumulating these rookie QBs. So I, I love the pick there. I could see him being more valuable than Kyler next year. It could play out after having a great season where like last year, he scores 40, Tyreek scores 40, Waddle scores 40 all in the same week and that happens pretty consistently and he doesn't get a concussion. Is he worth more than Kyler next year? Oh, yeah. If Kyler comes back halfway through the season on a uh, limpy knee. Yeah, the uh, 5'11 pocket passer. Yeah, wicked small. 5'10. Maybe he's 5'9. I don't know. I love the pick. It's one of my targets specifically where in a startup right now, if I'm targeting my QB2, one of the last ones I want, that's Tua because the other rookie QBs will go first and then I can get him like after that. I love Tua too. I hope he comes back and continues playing as well as he started last season um, and kind of shuts up the naysayers. <laughs> but could end up being if you did go out and try to acquire a whole lot of Tua, it could be just a huge win for your team. I mean, you could still come out and acquire a whole bunch of Tua right now. He still hasn't right. doesn't have that top 8, top 10 value. You know, he doesn't have that. You want to do it before he comes out and starts rocking out the season because then all of a sudden, guess what? He's skyrocket rockets back up. They picked up his 
his deal for next year too. So he's around at least one more year after this as well. And I mean, speaking of weapons, <laughs> the weapons he has to throw to are ridiculous. Yeah. He starts putting up 40 and then he gets paid. Like you're not going to get him anywhere near this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, moving back to Nick and he is proud to have picked CJ Stroud. Woo-hoo! Did you mean to rhyme that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm glad you knew what to say. <laughs> yep, this pick is after my dad. His name is also CJ. Oh. He's kind of settled into like pick five in rookie drafts, sometimes pick four, but like after Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson and most of them. I don't know if that's partially because Papa's in most of these drafts. <laughs> I'm probably in like another whole set of leagues that are not yours, and I it's yeah. pretty consistent. He's fairly there, unless you get like a Texans logo in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. He's rarely, you know, earlier than four, but mostly five. This is the last player before a teardrop, and like for most people, Tua would probably be right here where Stroud's above Tua. Still, this is like the end of it, and this is 12, 13, 14, 15 QBs. I want two of these to be my starters, and I don't want one of the rookies. So that means I'm trying to get Tua or Prescott as my QB2 in most leagues if I don't have somebody better. This is like represents a teardrop for me because after this I feel like the values start getting dicey. They don't have the combination of youth and ceiling or massive ceiling. Well and I think Mike loved your pick because that meant he got his guy. Mm -hmm. I thought about that too. I was like (laughs) Daniel Jones is my next guy. That's definitely gotta be Papa's. I was like Nick you can't snipe Mike. He's about to get his man. (laughs) Yeah it was definitely Unless you have something you want to add about CJ Stroud, you can let them know who you picked on your next pick. I would have absolutely have picked Stroud right here if Dimes had gone the pick before. Just swap these picks, and that's pretty much where I have them there. (laughs) I prefer Daniel Jones. We saw he looked really good last year. We talk a lot about Daniel Jones, so we'll keep it quick. (laughs) Rushing upside. Now we have Darren Waller on the team there, hopefully taking a step forward. He did get paid, and he was a QB1 last year. So Nick mentioned a tear break. So... Yeah. Your tier break would be Daniel Jones. I mean, if, I mean his tier his tier break was specifically for who he wants as a QB two and is comfortable going into the year. Okay. I mean, I would be fine with going one, two, three more picks as far as having them as my QB two going into the year. Okay. A little less so with the third one, but mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett has kind of been that line for me. And if you kind of move it above it and call it Daniel Jones to be happier with it, I would take Pickett next personally. Yeah. No, that's not what happened here. But that's like I screwed up QB2 and get Pickett as my consolation prize is how I kind of look at it as far as tiers go. So looping back to me, and I went a little off the grid here at the 205. What is love? What is love? Baby, don't (laughs) hurt me. And that's what I will be singing because please, Jordan Love, don't hurt me and make me regret this pick. Maybe it's because I'm married to a Green Bay Packers fan and I've listened to him hype up Jordan Love this entire offseason. I know that Nick and Mike probably both would have preferred Pickett in this spot, but I'm on the love train. So I went with Jordan Love. I have mentioned before, I tend to be more of an emotional picker than a statistical picker. There's pros and cons to both, Mm -hmm. but I'm excited for Jordan Love. His team is really rallying around him. I'm hearing good things come out of Green Bay about him, and I think he's going to come out with a little bit of a fire lit underneath him, and he's going to be rock solid in Green Bay. I went with Jordan Love. I like it. Baby, don't hurt me. I think if he does well this year, he could be worth this spot next year. So I'm a little ahead of the game. I like 
like to be sooner rather than later. All he has to do is go out and play, but he just doesn't have a lot going on around him. But he was a first-round quarterback. He still was good then. He had to sit behind Rodgers. He's obviously the next Rodgers because he had to sit for three years, and then Rodgers goes <laughs> to the Jets, and then he's going to go to the Minnesota and take Kirby's job. Yep, we don't make the rules. <laughs> no, it's like he is, he's that kind of crazy, I think. I really think he's going to force his way into Minnesota in another year or so. He doesn't have a lot around him, but Christian Watson yeah. is a really good wide receiver. I think he is going to be fire with Jordan Love. Aaron Jones can catch passes. Can, like, but this worked out really great when Rodgers had Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones in his prime and young A.J. Dillon to kind of like, you know, take those yards at the end of the game along with having Lazard and he just doesn't have that there. He doesn't even have the tongue in there. He's got an aging Aaron Jones. He's got A.J. Dillon still, but Christian Watson, you can't just plug and play like a Hall of Fame type receiver and kind of replicate that again. And then as high as we are on Reed, rookie wide receiver as the second best option on the team, it's not like he's got a lot going on there. I just picked Jaden Reed while you were talking. Uh. <laughs> 3.01, you're on the clock now, by the way. Yeah. Listen, listen, Debbie Downer, I'm going to need you to have a little more positivity and I'm going to need you to love Jordan Love and everything he's working with. He can do it. I do like the pick. <laughs> I have him right around this area. <laughs> you know, he's really close to where I have him, but I got to say the bad things about him. Mm-hmm. I would have him at the very end of this draft. What? There's like six to eight QBs I want more than Jordan Love right now. Really? Yes. Oh my god, you like hated my pick. Let's see. Six, I want more. And then another two, I kind of like as much. (laughs) You were like, what in God's creation is she doing? (laughs) You're fired. (laughs) Yeah, I've been hurt before. I don't believe in love. Oh, Nick needs a hug. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, I hope he proves you wrong. Yep, not not a pick for the brokenhearted. (laughs) Speaking of picks, pickets, and pickets... Yeah, Wild Streak did pick it. Wild Streak picked the quarterback that Nick would have picked where I picked Jordan Love, and that's Kenny Pickett, mm-hmm. yeah. who you've mentioned was a tear break for you here. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was slight disappointment because I saw you pick Jordan Love. I'm like, yes, I might get Kenny Pickett. Maybe he's going to pick like some other kind of Bama QB, and then there weren't any Bama QBs, and then he picked Pickett, and I didn't get to pick Pickett. Mm-hmm. Pick and Pickett. That would have been good. I like Pickett as a QB, too. He's like that unsexy quarterback with... <laughs> So unsexy. Not much tremendous amount of upside, but he's there. I'm cool with having him as QB3. Yeah. Like, that's an ideal QB3. Yeah, more like QB3. Where it's like he could he could rise in value and I can end up selling him, but I've got two better QBs. He didn't make a lot of mistakes last year as far as turning the ball over, so that was good. And they did improve the offensive line, which has been horrible for years. And they got Allen Robinson. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. But he still does that Pickens and Deontay. Yeah. But, like, even, like, Deontay last year had a ton of targets and barely caught him. Mm-hmm. They got uh, Noble's favorite tight end. Oh, Friarmouth? Yeah. Friar Tuck? I love no. Friar. Who? Darnell. Oh, the freak of nature. Washington, yeah. Yes, Mr. Washington. I can't wait for him. I'm going to be so mad at you guys, first of all, because you talked me out of picking him in so many places. Yeah. Wisely. We did good. If he, no, if he comes out and he's, like, amazing, you're never living it down, ever. This is something where you're going to have to come back in three years. Yeah. That's fine. Anywhere you don't have him just wait like let's see it's july now he's gonna get dropped mm-hmm. wait until october by october you'll be able to pick him up everywhere yeah and i will you know i will you know the latest i might have to i might have to drop miles gaskin to make room but i'm picking him up <laughs> that's a really good point <laughs> yeah i think like 
ticket to me is you said it. He's just a little unsexy. Like he's just not super exciting to me. Yeah, but he hasn't flashed like, oh wow. He hasn't ever had like a monster game. You know what I mean? He's just a starting QB who's young. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it could get better. He's young, right? And young's the quite a question mark with him. Yeah. <laughs> he's pretty old. <laughs> yeah, he's old for a young guy. <laughs> he is. No. <laughs> All right, moving on from Pickett. And speaking of unsexy, I always mm-hmm. next pick. <laughs> yeah. As I was picking this pick, I was thinking back to last year when, like, Noble would make vomit noises what? every time we picked Jared Goff. <laughs> yeah, the upside of Goff. Yeah, the upside of Goff became a punchline for oh my God. many episodes. Still. <laughs> still. Still, for that matter. You know, and as soon as I read his name, I dry heaved <laughs> again. <laughs> Uh-huh. I don't I don't know anybody who is, but if you like Amon or Ah. Uh, hello. He's gotta get passes from someone. If he's gonna put up points, the quarterback also gets those yeah, points. True. So like by proxy, you almost have to kinda hope Goff is okay <laughs> if Amon's gonna be okay. It's a mental struggle for me. Mm-hmm. Jameson's spending half the season. Good thing they've got an Iowa tight end fill in wherever uh, uh Jameson is not. Marvin Jones Jr. I like Jared Goff. There's risk where it's like, uh, what if he's replaced again next year? I think he could be extended and it wouldn't be super expensive. And that's going to be perfectly fine for Lions. They just give him the Stafford treatment. He did really well there last year. Mm-hmm. Trap him there like Stafford and just build almost a good enough team around him consistently. Just almost make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Almost. <laughs> almost. Like really close. Like they're in it with the Packers, but mm-hmm. they didn't get there. Mm-hmm. Well, the Packers might suck. <laughs> no, the Packers are going to be amazing. They got Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. We just had this conversation. They've had him for years and they've been good. <laughs> yeah. 65-35 that golf is better than Love this year. Mm. Yeah, that's reasonable. I guess a lot of this goes with saying, like, I saw Pickett was kind of like the tier break. This next tier, it's like, I just want the cheapest one yeah. because I, I really have a hard time deciding for sure how I want to play it. Like, there's guys that are older who are going to be good. There's guys who are younger who haven't been good yet. There's guys who are middle of both. How do you rank it? Your perspective is going to determine how you actually rank this tier. And I like them all so close. It's not like, oh, you picked this guy. I definitely wouldn't have picked him. They're all so close. It's just like whatever your perspective is, is going to determine who you go with here. I mean, realistically for me, any of these quarterbacks that come up next and even like maybe a little bit after, they really depend on what I did in the draft already. These guys are here at this point in the draft. Where did I pick a quarterback already? How's my team looking? I have two young quarterbacks. Maybe one of them doesn't really have too much upside or it's just maybe they're going to sit or, you know, maybe I have Lance and I'm going to want somebody like Russ or Gino or Kirby to kind of like, you know, secure that. So who's the worst quarterback? quarterback on this list, the lowest quarterback on this list that you would be okay with having as your QB1? As my QB1. Out of all 24? Yeah, what's the worst, lowest ranked quarterback that you would be willing to have as your QB1? I'm assuming we've already passed that marker. Oh, we're absolutely past that marker. Mike's going Daniel Jones. That's what I was kind of thinking Mike would say. I mean, I have teams where Daniel Jones is my QB1 and I'm not happy about it. Because <laughs> it's like I have Daniel Jones and like Lance and Goff and Kirby and it's just like a whole bunch, of, like Un- a whole bunch Sexy. of middling value where kind of <laughs> yeah it's just like where you kind of want to like tear up i mean realistically as far as i mean yeah like jo- 
Jones, Tua is also fine. Strata, I really don't want as a QB1. I don't want anyone past Daniel Jones as my QB1. You know, I can't have, like, mm-hmm. Goff as my QB1. Mm-hmm. I'd be... Oh, God. I'm feeling crappy unless I've got Fields or better as my QB1. Yeah, if I have Fields as my QB1, I'm still feeling a little crappy. Yeah. Just, like, I'd want something different around there. But that's kind of, like, where I'm drawing the line. But, like, I understand mm-hmm. that's here. Like, I'm picking these QBs over wide receivers that other, pe- yeah. other people would prefer wide receivers. And it's like, no, I don't want my QB1 to be Dak. I want it to be Fields or better. If your QB1 is Dak, that is fine. That's Dak is like the constellation prize where it's like you didn't get a chance. And the only reason you didn't get a chance is because you picked like Justin Jefferson or Chase in the first round. Which is yeah. still a great pick. So, <laughs> But if you have Justin Jefferson, Chase, ETN, Dak, Stroud, Goff, that's probably fine. Yeah. You know, obviously you have other pieces in there. I guess you could say worst case scenario like Dak and Tua, but I prefer to look at them as my target QB2s. The guys I really want to be my QB2. I want my two QBs to be two of the best players on my team. That's just how I build my teams. And if I'm going to do that, you don't get two picks in the first round of startups typically. I mean, you have to have a different quarterback. That other quarterback I want to be Dak or Tua specifically. Okay, uh, so after Jared Goff, uh, we got, we're back to Mike. This pick is kind of a question mark for me because we haven't seen much of him. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Boo. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be interesting. That's like the narrative, and I think that's on purpose. Mm-hmm. Mysterious. I, mean, I went with Trey Lance here. It's my mysterious pick right mm, after Jared Goff. So mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> I remember all of the hype we had when Trey Lance was coming into the league, and you know we we're expecting him to sit for that year. And he had he had like a spot start there, and then his second year, he has the, the rainstorm game where you can't throw a football, <laughs> you can't do anything, the offense can't move the football, and then he gets hurt, and he's out for the year. And you know Brock Purdy just does okay enough to not lose them games until he can't even throw a football. Don't see any situation with the amount invested in Trey Lance that come week one, if he's healthy, he's not given the opportunity to start the game unless he just train wrecks the offseason somehow. So if he comes out week one as the starter and he puts up 20 points week one, Purdy isn't even active. Do you like him better than Daniel Jones? No. How many weeks would he have to put up 20 point weeks for you to like him better than Daniel Jones? How many weeks is Daniel Jones going to be putting up 24? (laughs) I was like, how long is Daniel Jones' career? (laughs) Listen, this is the only time Mike gets emotional when you start talking about Daniel Jones. I probably picked a bad one to market (laughs) with. That's not even a fair question. (laughs) It's not even so much the 20 points. If he's the week one starter and it's announced he's the week one starter and like Purdy's inactive, he's going to jump up in rankings right away. He's not going to be there. He's probably going to be up somewhere around Daniel Jones over love, you know, kind of creeping back to where he was. And if he puts up this 20 points that first week, that's going to bump up a little bit. And then just consistent play. I mean, if he's only putting up 20 points, though, that's not really going to be too exciting on that team. Lance, at this point, I haven't been buying and I've even been kind of like just scared to sell. It's like, I don't know. I don't want to. He could fall so much if he ends up like kind of like being caught in limbo for a year and then move to a new team next year, for example. The going right for him realistically it's been like a late first mm-hmm. I'll pay that you know that's kind of where it's really getting murky with those running backs and the, and the wide receivers if you're willing to pay like the 111 you could, you're likely to get Lance from a lot of people right and that means I like him more than Levis which I definitely would mm-hmm. and speaking of Levis I pick him here at the 209 I 
just really wasn't excited about any of the options here. I like Geno Smith, Yeah, actually. I don't know. Maybe... That was who I thought you'd pick. I was kind of a little bit preoccupied last night when we were picking, and now that I'm looking at this, I'm like, why did I not pick Geno? Now the excuses come out. I know. So, actually, I wish I picked Geno Smith here, who I could have gotten, but I ended up picking Will Levis, and it's fine. Whatever. We'll roll with it. I mean, it's fine. I really think Tennessee was trying to trade into the first for him, and Tannehill's days are numbered. He's not getting any younger. He's like 35 years old. Yeah. We just saw him go, what, 208 yep. in the league? Levis? He just fell to? Yep. Levis? Yep. Yeah. Like, I wanted him, but, like, I had too much value fall to, like, my early second round pick, and then it just kept falling. Mm-hmm. He's getting, like, a, like a much worse Mac Jones treatment right now with the how far he has been dropping, but he doesn't have first-round capital. Mm-hmm. He's a great player to throw on your taxi squad and hope for the best. So he's yeah. not really taking up a space on your roster. He has good potential. Tannehill, days are numbered. They got to play somebody. It's definitely a possibility, but he's not really taking up room on your roster, throwing him on your taxi and just letting him prime. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I understand having him there, but I wouldn't draft him probably there. Yep. And I'm there too. Like, I'll take the last couple of years of Aaron Rodgers or Matt Stafford over waiting on Levis. I'd probably take Desmond Ritter, someone with slightly less draft capital who's actually starting. That's kind of where I start drawing the line. And I'd probably prefer him over Jimmy long term, but maybe even Jimmy this year. And then he's really close to Tannehill for me. He wasn't going to get drafted by me in this draft. What about Derek Carr? I like Derek Carr a lot. And as a matter of fact, I was stunned that he didn't get drafted. Yeah. He's probably, he's the one who got shafted in this one. I would pick him over Russell Wilson. Yep. <laughs> I, I'll take I'll, I'll take a year or two of Russ with Peyton. Sorry, Mike. I Russell Wilson is an absolute do not draft for me. I can't do it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's me. When you burn me, you're dead to me. <laughs> yeah. I would have guessed Mike would be a fan of old cars, but apparently not. Ooh. <laughs> I never really liked car, like prime car. So old car doesn't really do it for me either. <laughs> Mike the mechanic. Yeah, you can't fix this car. <laughs> Mike the mechanic is yeah. not into car. Nope. <laughs> but before we get down to Mike, we do have Wild Streak. He went with Kissing Cousins. Kirby. <laughs> Cousins is an interesting one, too, because I feel like he's, like, very discounted, but but tends to be a fairly decent, consistent fantasy point scorer. Yeah. He's never on the board for me. He's always gone first. He's a mid-30s QB1, and he's always gone at this point. Yeah, like, he's going to go higher than this. Someone else, there's at least one, two, three people who would take him a lot higher than this in every single draft, at least. I never get to pick from Cousins. But I have actually traded for him in a couple circumstances where... You're fine at QB one, and you can't trade for any of the good QBs or young QBs. A consolation pr- prize of rolling with Cousins for a year when he's got Jay Jets and a first-round wide receiver on his team, and my boy T Hawk Cousins is going to be fine this year. So your Scott Fishbowl, I'm still again going to say Cousins isn't a terrible pick if you end up with him as your QB two. He's a great target if you have Kyler. Yep, that would be something where he's fine this year, and then by next year maybe he's not as good. But by then, next year, Kyler's taking his spot in your starting lineup. I, I like that combo. Yeah. people. That, some people that have me just seems to be significantly cheaper than some of the other bigger names. And it's just strange because he just puts up the numbers every year. He's like quietly consistent. Yeah. Just kind of a fly under the radar guy. Both Cousins and Wilson are a couple years older than Carr. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'd prefer Carr to both Cousins and Wilson. That makes sense. I just don't think that Derek Carr is very good. <laughs> 
<laughs> my cousin's going to be a free agent. If he ends up on the 49ers, I'm going to like him yeah. more than Carr. <laughs> Mike's like, that's great, Nick, except I think Carr sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I, I mean, that's I mean that's kind of what I am saying. I just don't think he's very good. So even if he is going to play longer, I just don't think the mediocre seasons are really going to do it for me. He's just not a guy that I want to have to play. Mm-hmm. He had that, that good year, and that was about it. Michael Thomas career year. Could be Michael Thomas career. Chris Olave. <laughs> I mean, it could be wild. Or Jameis Winston could take over week three. Oh, they super paid Carr. Carr would have to, like, break both his legs. Yeah, <laughs> Nancy Kerrigan. Tanya Harding. Yes, he could get Nancy Kerrigan or Tanya Harding or whatever the person is. Like, I feel like I'm doing really well if I have Carr or Cousins as my fill-in bye week guy. Yep, that's an ideal QB3. I, mean, I definitely like Gino where you took him there. Yep, that was a tough decision. Deciding basically for me between Gino and Carr. I have those two tiered with Goff as like a tier of three. And I got Goff and Gino there. I would prefer Of all them the quarterbacks to... to have a loaded team of weapons. Yep. Gino. Yep, Gino. And I mean, like, Goff, too. Yeah. And dude, Carr, too. And they're both the ones that are not... Thir- they're All three of them are not 34 yet. Not 33 yet. And even Jimmy and Russ. Uh, like, Well, Russ, not so much. But Jimmy, kind of. I mean, Adams. Well, no, they got rid of Waller. They got Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Renfro was a kind of a thing for a little bit. And Jacoby Myers. Jimmy is technically younger than both Fugino and Carr, at least. Yeah, he's just had a lot of injury concerns throughout his entire career. <laughs> Every single year. Yeah, and not even current injury concerns. He might not even take a snap for the Raiders if he doesn't pass the physical. Yeah, so there's like massive risk with him right there and he wasn't that great to begin with for fantasy. Nope. Okay. Yeah, you you got away with Gino because if I was paying a little more attention, I should have picked Gino. So you're welcome, Nick. Well, if you had, I'd have picked Carr. I would have picked Carr. Interesting. Had you done that. Yeah. So Gino would have gone where Will, Will Levis, almost said Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Gino would have gone where Will Levis went, which would have probably still resulted in Wild Streak picking Kirk Cousins, and then Carr would have gone in this position. Yep, you got it. I don't think Wild Street likes Levis. So last but not least, at the 212, Papa, you picked my least favorite pick of this draft. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bad babysitter. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm supposed to say it. I picked I picked Russell Wilson, the bad babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> he also gets I, a drive. I know he's old. I, I know he's on your do not draft list from last year. He really upset you, but... I, <laughs> Sean Payton. I, he could be great for a couple of years here. And right in this area, I, I love the value. You know, not somebody I want to rely on as my QB2 or have to play him. Maybe a QB3, but I do love the upside. I'd probably prefer Russell to Jordan Love, personally. What? Ew. <laughs> you need a timeout. <laughs> <laughs> and Will Levis. Well. Yeah. <laughs> listen, I admitted that that was maybe not the best pick there. Well, what I think is not always right, just use. So. <laughs> Just usually right. No, they, where you picked him is probably close to where consensus has him. It's not like it was a bad pick. It's just me personally. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I could trade him to I could trade him to MJ right now for pick it easy. Yeah. Listen, yep. the good thing about it being a mock draft is it didn't actually happen. So I can yep. learn from my mistake and pay more attention yep. next time. Nope. And here's the surprise. It did happen. We're starting a six QB league and that's it. Yep. <laughs> oh god. Good luck, guys. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I'm all right. I'm all right. Yep. Yep. You're, you're playing for next year with that Will Levis. All right. So that rounds out our top 24 QBs. 
and we will be doing mock drafts for each of the positions top 24 for the next coming podcast. So hopefully you have enjoyed this episode discussing top 24 quarterbacks and we look forward to discussing what do we want to do in the next podcast? We want to go running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, obviously (laughs) tight ends, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end slash flex. Okay. Yep. We'll definitely do some other positions next podcast. All right. So we don't know which one we'll, we'll make that decision. If you have any ideas or anything specific you want us to talk about, then by all means, Let us know. Catch up with us on social media. Make sure that you follow and like this podcast so you never miss an episode. So thank you, Nick, Mike, and of course, Wild Streak for all of your mock drafting expertise here. Um, We appreciate Wild Streak joining us. And we hope that you learned something new today. And we look forward to you listening to more podcasts to come. On that note, we are out of time. And we hope we made all of your fantasy dreams come true. And peace, love, and prosper. And find us on threads if Twitter dies. What is threads? Ooh, I don't know what that is. I don't know either. I just saw it on Twitter. Oh. I was trying to fit in with the cool kids. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, Reddit's dying too. I had to. I got rid of my account because they made the app I use no good because they want to charge them too many dollars. Like Twitter's doing. Same thing. So, haven't read it. No, I deleted it. Mm, I've never got into Reddit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm more of a picture person. <laughs> yeah, me too. I need pictures. <laughs> picture pages. <laughs> there are pictures. It is pictures. <laughs> picture pages, picture pages. Give me a picture book. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Three. Oh, wait, 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 two, wait, 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 wait. Two, wait. One. Oh, my God.